I love free stuff because I'm an Asian. <laughs> Before so, I'm a feminist. So this is not this is not me using my pretty privilege. I'm just Asian. I'm just Asian. And I I rather say it's pretty privilege and say I'm frugal. <laughs> if you're Taiwanese, you know my mom is Hakka, so like I'm like <laughs> Shit, Hakka, so you frugal I'm, in the I'm blood. I'm fucking frugal from the blood. <laughs> This is Sugar Honey Bubble Tea, a podcast aimed to amplify Asian woman voices while navigating race, dating, and wellness. I'm your host, Ange. Hi, I'm Toby. Before we start today's episode, please go follow us on Instagram at SugarHoneyBBT. It's at S-U-G-A-H-O-N-E-Y-B-B-T. And we post a lot of contents every week. So make sure you go there. Yes, please go there and follow us. Um, we just hit a new milestone today. So oh, yeah. we have 300 followers. Um, it ain't easy being famous, babe. <laughs> <laughs> ain't much, but it's honest work. <laughs> also, um, please consider donating to us via PayPal. Um, there's a link in our Instagram's bio. So um, yeah, please go there. Buy us a bubble tea, give us some money, and um, we will also give you a shout out on the pod. Yes. So speaking of PayPal shout out, this week we have a very generous donation coming yes. from Joanne because she's our second time sugar mommy. Yes. So what had happened was... <laughs> we- <laughs> We received a PayPal donation again from Joanne and then the two of us with our imposter syndrome was like, this has to be a mistake. She <laughs> sent it by accident. Because I was like, there's no way. Maybe she like sent like a reoccurring payment yeah, 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 or something. Yeah. yeah. But then so I so like we messaged her and I was like, oh, like, let us know your email. We'll transfer it back to you. And then she was like, no, no, it's meant for you guys. And I was like, wait, what? So Joanne, thank you for your donation, but stop sending your money so frivolously. (laughs) We're like telling people to donate to us, but at the same time be like, bitch, spend your money on something better. Yeah, gotta be frugal. We're Asian. (laughs) That's not how you live. But thank you. But thank you. And yeah, um, please donate to us because um, we will be really happy. Yeah. That's like literally the best I can come up with. <laughs> well, like the imposter syndrome thing. Yeah. That is so real. Because sometimes I'm like, nobody gives a shit. Like, I'm like, <laughs> us? We don't deserve. <laughs> Even though we literally break our back doing this. Yeah. I'm like, must be a mistake. A fraudulent. Mm, a fraudulent activity. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anyways, this today's episode, uh, super interesting and we wanted to do this for a while and we literally just spent like an entire afternoon like talking about it yeah we're supposed to record but we like spent an entire because it was just so interesting we we went into like a spiral Mm -hmm. um yeah and this is your segue so (laughs) um toby as a kid did you grow up pretty okay so i grew up like i was fiona (laughs) (laughs) like from shrek yeah like i lived in a swamp (laughs) 
you know what though my dad used to say that i was yeah. um found from um from um a dumpster a dumpster that's like asian parents 101 yeah <laughs> no that's true yeah parenting 101 tell your kid that we got you from a dumpster yeah and they'll believe you for the next five years of their life literally yeah because i did but anyway so you were yeah i think i mean i i grew up i didn't think i was a like pretty kid i was just you know fiona in shrek and that my dad would used to be like oh you're like the ugly duckling of the family what? and stuff like that and then like yeah and i didn't like really identify as being pretty either like but conventionally did you, pretty were your feelings hurt or you're just kind of like conditioned so it? hurt like <laughs> I would be like so... Like Fiona after she married Shrek <laughs> or before when she was still a princess? The like, green Fiona. The green the Fiona. The green Fiona, yeah. Just some context here, guys. Yeah. And I would be like... Because I was so young, but I was already feeling like super insecure about the way I look. Or like mm. I remember that um, I just wanted to be like pretty you know mm. like growing up that was like oh i just want to be really pretty i want why did pretty. you want to be pretty like did you were there other people that are pretty and they live better lives than you <laughs> i think it was at the time it was like validation almost oh, okay. like i just want to be seen uh, okay yeah and pretty people are always seen yes they they're they glow <laughs> they glow you know what this is like aside from but but the other day i was like in the sky train yeah. I, I was going to the sky train i was like down going down the escalator yeah and one beautiful beautiful homosexual black man went up the es escalator and i'm like you fucking glow what is what the skincare? pride weekend is pride <laughs> the weekend. pride weekend yeah it was the pride weekend and wow he glue and Honestly, and I was thinking back the entire day, all the black men, or, or, all the gay men I've yeah, met, yeah. all was glowing, like dewy. It's, <laughs> sis, the sorcery. I need to get railed. Maybe that's what it is. Why are you spending money on masks when you could just get, get cum? A cum shot. <laughs> Anyways, uh, speaking of pretty... <laughs> If you don't know already, we're talking about pretty privilege. Yeah, this is not the episode about cum shots. <laughs> Listeners like, wait, are we being put on a new skincare routine? Is that what's going on? <laughs> um, but yeah, like what is pretty privilege? Give us a definition. Okay, so pretty privilege is basically um, the idea that being attractive gets you advantage in different setting like it could be like social setting or in a professional or it could be like a really simple you mm, know like mm -hmm. getting free drinks like if you hang out with like your other friends yeah and they're all beautiful and you're not beautiful by i, I mean quote unquote right. by the definition you know what i mean mm -hmm. um or the beauty standard um and then they get drinks and you don't that's a privilege Yes. that's a privilege yes. uh right there so yeah what we're talking about is more like um um like a physical appearance mm -hmm. yeah because yeah, we know, we all know beautiful being beautiful or pretty uh could be um could be a very internal thing as well like yeah. you could be very smart yeah and in uh, intellectual that's also pretty but all we're talking about is the physical appearance yeah of physical attractiveness yeah and because like i feel like beauty is so subjective 
So I guess like, but I guess historically, beauty has always been associated to like certain characteristics. So that will kind of be like the conventional um, idea of attractiveness. And that mm. gets you privilege. Like the more close to attractive, right. the scale of attractiveness you are, um, right. the more privilege you get. Like fair skinned, skinny, um, like symmetrical face, feature, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Yeah. But you know, because you were talking about when you were growing up, you, you were Fiona <laughs> <laughs> of the family. Yeah. I w- I, when I grew up, like I'd never thought I was pretty either. Yeah. And no one really, like, by the definition of, like, Asian beauty standards, I was not in it. Mm. I was not in the Asian, the standard of Asian beauty. Also, I had an underbite, which was, like, terrible. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just, like, it never, it never, nothing, nothing that the way I looked fit into this beauty standard. And right. growing up, nobody really just told, just nobody told me that I was pretty. And I kind of knew that, but in, but I never like tried to be pretty. I was, I think I was just petty. <laughs> <laughs> I think I became petty. And so I just started being really jealous of pretty people, but I turned right. that jealousy into like, a fuel <laughs> a fuel so like as motivation to be right. s- smart because i just thought that pretty people were dumb yeah and i was like somehow conditioned or convinced myself to think this way and uh so yeah so i was like at least i'm you know at least i'm smart yeah um i don't have to be like a a pretty person that just sells their look like i could sort of like undermine mm-hmm. the way that yeah it was conditioned to it. Guess that's your way of coping. We all had different ways. What and was your I, way? I just wanted to be pretty, so I spent the next twenty-three years of my life just <laughs> <laughs> trying to not look like Fiona. Trying to not look like Fiona. <laughs> I was like looking for the magic potion, <laughs> literally for the next twenty-three years of my life, bound by this transient prison the idea of beauty <laughs> but it's interesting how we both grew up thinking that we're not pretty and yeah um took a different route in in life yeah not that any any like not not that whichever one is like better than the other but it's just interesting the way that you know the way we deal with trauma or the way we <laughs> deal with yeah yeah we deal with um the society's standard of beauty um you know i sort of like always hear my family or relatives talk about things like um you like your look will be very attractive to to white people Mm -hmm. or like white men like i always get that when i was growing up so i always just like have this feeling that asian men are not into me okay yeah i can I've heard that, like, not for me, but I've heard that for other people. Someone's like, oh, you know, like, her type, like, the way she looks, she'll be, like, a hit. <laughs> a hit amongst white male. Mm, or stuff like that. Or, like, yeah. in, like, foreign country or whatever. Yeah, because my eyes don't, like, I have a bit of a, what do you call that? Like a f- foxy. Fox eye? Yeah, foxy type of eye. Yeah, and that does not fly in Asia. Cause so, yeah, so I was like, 
Yeah, I'm, I was very used to my um, my extended family pimping me out to white supremacy <laughs> <laughs> as a kid um, without even knowing. And the they, they don't eight. even know. <laughs> they, they don't, don't even, even know. know. Yeah, because isn't beauty standard... Okay, this is a whole entirely other thing, but beauty standard, I think, really stems from white supremacy capitalism and, yes and the patriarchy but anyways we're not gonna get into that today is mm-hmm. a whole nother thing um but yeah like i growing up not thinking that it was pretty i became petty and i hate on pretty pe- people um and i always felt like there was a some sort of rivalry like mm. i would look at yeah i would look at pretty people and be like well they're stupid anyways <laughs> <laughs> like a b- rivalry between you and pretty people yeah not a very mm. obvious one it's just like a very internal thing <laughs> <laughs> like an agony that just yeah. eats you alive it just eats me alive <laughs> and nobody know except for me nobody's gonna know yeah and then um have you ever heard that of this news because i was just like trying to be really smart basically <laughs> right I'm like, at least I could be smart if I'm not pretty. And have you ever heard of that news um, of this Chinese lady who like went to like, so she's like from China and she like moved to the States for schooling. (laughs) And (laughs) why are you laughing already? (laughs) And then, and she's very, very smart, though not pretty. Um, Very, very intelligent. She had like her master's and then like, she she just got like double masters or whatever phd (laughs) like everything yeah and then she um she got to a point with her education where she has no longer nothing else to study right so she has to go to work right um and literally one year into the workforce she became bald (laughs) for losing all her hair (laughs) and then and then she like had a mental like breakdown what happened? and call her family back in China and be like, I need to go home because <laughs> first and foremost, I'm bald. And second of all, because she doesn't know how to deal with social, oh, like social interactions? interactions because she's always been studying. That's honestly me after quarantine. Like, <laughs> anytime I go into the office and I go into the elevator, I'm like bald. <laughs> I'm like panic. But it's true, like, and then I see that story. I'm like, oh, wow, thank, thankfully, I didn't become that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like, I realize that's not that's also not a solution. <laughs> Just so extreme. So I am like on the spec, like two two ends of the spectrum. It's yeah. either all or nothing. It's all. It's either Victoria's Secret model standard of beauty or baldness. <laughs> but yeah like at what point did you realize that you're pretty oh i think okay because you know how like i feel like i haven't even like shook off the insecurity about my look because Mm. now when people are whenever someone like give me a compliment on my look and I'm just like, me. <laughs> it's like Joanne giving yeah. us money. Yeah, I'm like, no, I'm not pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, it's. I think it's like until maybe like a year ago, I still kind of like identify as Fiona. And then... 
<laughs> but honey, you're not. Okay, it's just a self. Uh, yeah, it's like a self thing. And then, like, yeah. even though I know I look like really different from before now, like I have changed. Mm-hmm. Thanks to the man that broke my heart, just like glow, glow <laughs> up. But yeah, like I think like this year I'm actually just like okay, I think I look good, like. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like i was like so afraid to like entertain the idea that i look good <laughs> and that uh, i just like yeah what is this internalized like self-doubt or like self-destructive thought it's just insecurity because it's just mm. like i've never felt pretty my entire life but okay do you think you benefit from pretty privilege now yes a little bit yeah are you loving life (laughs) not me being like oh (laughs) abuse my power but like like, like, bitches i spent 23 years in this as a fiona can you just let me use my appearance for two seconds just let me get this one drink bitch (laughs) i literally just want to get a drink i don't even care i just don't want to pay for my own drink but you know you um i think my turning point of thinking that beauty because I always look down, you know, being conditioned to it. Like I was, I, I kind of look down to pretty pr- people being right, like, right, right. you know, like, oh, they, they can't amount to nothing. Like, mm-hmm. who cares? They're just pretty. They'll just, because Asian family tell you that. They're like, oh, she's pretty and she, you know, she married well and she has beautiful kids now. And I'm like, well, wait till she gets divorced. <laughs> She'll do nothing. <laughs> so you know? Like, it's just like a really dark thought, but I yeah. think it's just because it's like my childhood. Childhood, But but anyways, like when I was 24, right. I went backpacking in, a, in, um, in Europe and I went to Rome. And uh, I was at my hostel. I met this girl and she's beautiful. She's like, she had blonde hair, like that, like stereotypical, beautiful like the, woman. Yeah, like the very Eurocentric idea. Yes, of Eurocentric beauty. idea of like beauty. Yeah. And she's really beautiful. And we got to know each other, you know, after a few drinks. And she told me that she's a Jewish stripper. And her mm. name is Marilyn, like Marilyn Monroe. Like stripper name? Her stripper name? Yeah, her stripper name. Mm. Yeah. And and I got really interested in, you know, how this all came about and i was like so what um why did you become a stripper right yeah and she was like well i was given this beauty why can't i use it like why does she and then it's and and then it's kind of yeah and then it kind of occurred to me that if she's just given this beauty why does she have to be shame for using it to her advantage yeah just own your beauty yeah just own your beauty like why so like so then i no longer have this rivalry with pretty people (laughs) after that incident you will have to be in conflict with yourself (laughs) this is all just a single like one man solo show that is happening but yeah um but yeah, then I realized, you know, like, why do I, sh- why do people shit on pretty people when they accomplish anything just because they're yeah. pretty? Honestly, if I can, like, shake my ass, I will be on that post so quickly. <laughs> you won't catch me using Illustrator for another day. <laughs> uh, I will be on that post. Honey. <laughs> Honey, book me a one-way ticket to Vegas. <laughs> Literally, you'll make 
banks because we could be like sugar babies and not yeah yeah but i don't know how to shake my ass so that would be maybe next life (laughs) (laughs) i mean if i like there's absolutely no shame in being a stripper or anything that's like feminism that see yes yes go ahead (laughs) feminism sis feminism also like real feminism now i'm trying to practice is posting a hot photo of yourself without having to post any kind of like political or social or wellness caption so i'm just here simply trying to be hot i'm showing everyone this hot photo of myself yes you don't have to write a caption about how you love yourself yeah bitch i know you love yourself because you look hot hot yeah you work for that hot body you love yourself hot Tune yeah. in tomorrow to my Instagram for a thirst trap. As it's an But yeah, true feminism right there. Honestly, true feminism is just empowered to you. Do to whatever own your you body. want. To own your body, own yeah. your beauty, own your fiona Like, just own it. <laughs> yeah. How do we get here? I know. <laughs> um, but I also think, like... Um, pretty privilege is perceived like in different culture is perceived differently like i think if i were to go back to asia i probably won't have the same pretty privilege as Mm. i do here because now now i think i'm i'm gorgeous i'm fucking gorgeous absolutely (laughs) stunning This is actually a really serious episode that we have planned out to be, but now we're just both <laughs> turning into a comedy show. Because, <laughs> like, I, I think if I go back to Asia, I would not. But the, oh my god, here's the thing: like, is it? Do I have pretty privilege here because of fetishization? Oh, I am so like, confused. are you just being fetishized? Yeah, I cannot. I honestly can never tell because just like the experience of being female and Asian that sometimes I'm like, I don't know if it's simply because I'm a female or is this happening to me because I'm an Asian woman? Yeah. It's hard to know. Yeah. Cause like, okay. If you think about this in like the, the cultural context where I'm in North America. So if you know, I'm a pretty women um so i could get pretty privileged Mm -hmm. but at the same time i could also get fetishization privilege yeah so like if i go to back to asia i just everyone looks everyone's asian so there's no fetishization (laughs) there's nothing special about about me Uh, nobody sees my brain all they see is me and my flesh then i'm and i also don't fit into the beauty standards of asian culture so like i no longer have any privilege i'm just a normal ass ordinary woman (laughs) i'm gonna stay here thank you very much (laughs) indefinitely i'm staying here (laughs) but you know what interestingly though like i think it's all in my head sometimes because I say that, um, you know, how my extended family would pimp me out to white supremacy, um, <laughs> even as a kid. So they think that my looks is more suited for someone who's like, who would appreciate my look mm-hmm. uh, would be like mm-hmm. a white person or white cis male. Mm-hmm. Um, but interestingly, and then I just, I sort of believe that as well. But interestingly, all the men I've dated are majority 
Asian men. So you're also a hit upon <laughs> amongst Asian male. So it's it, it's yeah, it doesn't it does not add up. I think it's all in my head. Right. Or I don't know or are the Asian men conditioned into like the western idea of beauty stand. Oh, like they are also fetish like- Fetishizing? Are they, are they, do they think they're white men and they're fetishizing me? Do they identify as cis white male? Is that what's happening? You know, like, okay, what do you think about that guy who, uh, um, that that man, that British man, that who, white man, that white British man who identify as um, a Korean? Korean? I simply do not understand because <laughs> it's like. I thought it was a joke at first. And I think the man, like, he actually just said, I identify. Like, his pronoun will be he, him, Korean or something. Like, he identified <laughs> as a Korean man. Yes, yes. And I was like, can you just do that? Can and I? Can I? Can I identify as a white uh, woman? As a white woman? Yeah. For the privilege? <laughs> Can I just do that? Like, from now on, I will identify as a white male. White. <laughs> yeah, not even white woman. Just white, white male. male. Right to the top a of the mediocre pyramid. mediocre white male. <laughs> <laughs> I identify. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, yeah. You probably can. Because is that, isn't that the way that things work now? Like, I don't, I'm, compu- I'm really confused by society at this point. <laughs> but I don't, I kind of just gave up. I just don't know what's going on. Yeah, I think life inherently is just struggles and suffering. And with this heat wave, it's just all day, every day suffering. All day hell. <laughs> all day fresh hell. <laughs> so, like, why are we even doing this podcast at this point? <laughs> but anyways like going back um yeah did you find that there's um pretty privilege in different culture is perceived differently like attractiveness is Mm. perceived differently i feel like because the like historically beauty has always been associated with whiteness or like the eurocentric features that usually like bipocs or like asian groups are really not traditionally considered being beautiful. But I started to realize that being like Asian or BIPOC in order to, you know, appeal to what in Western culture or appeal Mm -hmm. to like white audience, you need to be either like stunning or just like really palatable and relatable for white people. I like the word palatable. Yeah. Because it's like, well, first of all, what is palatable? to white people like it's like i think it's like someone okay so like for example like lizzo yeah she has like a huge white fan base yeah and it's like kind of like partly because she's like really like she kind of fills in like a certain stereotype like an idea of black african-american female that is yeah. just like that More, is familiar to white people right and, okay. and therefore she's very palatable to a white audience mm, like more opinionated opinionated yeah speaks her mind yeah. that kind of right that kind of stereotype yeah 
there are Asian women like stand-up comedians who are like Ali Wong or mm-hmm. um, Aquafina. Yeah, but they're not. They're not like Lizzo fits in like this like stereotype of black woman that is palatable to white women. Mm-hmm. But Ali Wong and Aquafina doesn't. Mm-hmm. They're like pretty much the opposite. Right. Yeah, they're not like the stereotypical Asian women. They're loud. They're funny. Asian women are not funny. You like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Not by the stereotype. Yeah, we're like traditionally like quiet or like soft spoken or whatever. Am I palatable to white people? (laughs) Are you appealing to a white audience? I don't know. I mean, are they palatable? Because if you're like beautiful and just like fit into the traditional beauty category like do they just feel threatened by your presence oh threatened like your but i I almost feel like white women might be threatened by um asian women because we get fetishized oh you think yeah this is with the way that the pyramid goes in the patriarchy system right white male right on the top of that cake. mediocre white male <laughs> white male and then as white woman right and then as asian woman i think so does white women just constantly think we're trying to get on top of them yeah well that's white male <laughs> i think white male thinks that way <laughs> I said it and I was like, actually, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. Is it white man? Yeah. Like, don't you think, do you think that pretty people uh, also struggle? Well, I mean, everyone struggles, so I'm sure they do. Right. Like, life is inherently just struggles and yes. suffering. But, like, what, what kind of, because I was thinking about this. Like, I was looking at, at that girl who's that Jewish stripper, and I'm like, right. and she was telling me all the stories, and I'm like, damn, her life is hard. Like, she struggles. Um, yeah like she she was like beat up by like 10 men oh my god yeah on the street what the fuck yeah but i think because they were palestinian but um you know the whole history um and still ongoing but at the same time uh, like she has other struggles um and you know and then i started thinking about like my childhood when i was in middle school i was bullied by a girl who was pretty and then I later on found out that she was, she had a really rough, like a really shitty childhood too. And she was being fetishized by like, well, sexualized. She was white. She was being sexualized by older men and older boys from like, yeah, high school and whatnot. Um, Just because, you know, she's pretty and she looks more mature than Mm -hmm. her age. So, yeah, yeah, it reminds me, you know, that novel, um, mm-hmm. Lolita mm-hmm, by yeah. Vladimir Nabokov. And it was about an adolescent girl being sexualized by her stepfather mm-hmm. after her biological mother died. And she uses kind of like her sexuality, sexuality as a weapon in order to survive. Yeah. Um, because she was still a kid. Yeah. So in like all all those things add up made me think like being pretty could sometimes be a curse too. Though you do have the privilege, but you suffer in different ways. Then curse me. <laughs> <laughs> I d- well, I obviously I agree because I think everyone has their struggle and pretty is such a surface thing. Like, just because you look at someone, that person is attractive, don't mean that 
the life is good you know like mm-hmm. they're like everyone has their own story so it's hard to judge by the look but in certain settings it is easier mm-hmm. for attractive people or like based on research it is easier for attractive mm. people right do you want to have pretty privilege if you have a choice sure why not yeah right <laughs> i'm already so oppressed as an asian female can i just like have the spotlight for once <laughs> for god's <laughs> god help me <laughs> god so help me let me just have something i'm like fighting the wage gap fighting like f- fucking fetishization like just let me be pretty i'm so tired (laughs) (laughs) i'm exhausted yeah i know the beauty standards stem from all these like you know white supremacy yeah um, patriarchy um but if you let me choose i want to be pretty i want to have the privilege because i do work hard for my appearance yeah and yeah and the next time (laughs) the next time i go to a bar and a man buys me a drink whether it may be fetishization or being pretty sis i'm taking that drink because trust me i'm single handling fighting the patriarchy (laughs) one gin and tonic at a time rebel against patriarchy rebel against patriarchy also, i love free i love free stuff because i'm an asian before <laughs> so, i'm a feminist so this is not this is not me using my pretty privilege i'm just asian i'm just asian being frugal so me utilizing my appearance and i i rather say it's pretty privileged and say i'm frugal <laughs> <laughs> but like now it's just pretty privileged but deep down it's just because i'm asian i'm so frugal and this... if, if, if you're taiwanese you know my mom is hakka so like i'm like <laughs> shit hakka, so you frugal I'm, in the I'm blood i'm fucking frugal from the blood so. <laughs> you are frugal <laughs> so han i will take that drink yeah fight the patriarchy but deep down i'm just <laughs> frugal i'm just trying to save a dollar at what cost <laughs> seriously oh my god oh my god that's a really fun episode yeah uh-huh. anyways uh <laughs> i think that's it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um if you like this episode or if you want to see more photos of maybe me being fiona I don't know. I might release. You can follow us on Instagram at sugarhoneybbt. It's at S-U-G-A-H-O-N-E-Y-B-B-T. And you can keep up with the mommies at BBT Mommy and at Sensitive Bow. That's right. And um, donate to us. Pal pay. Yeah. Pay pal. Pal pay, pay us. <laughs> Are you okay? No. <laughs> We've entered full hysteria. <laughs> um, yes. Um, PayPal us. And there's a link in bio. And yeah, that's it. I have no more. Nothing else to say. <laughs> Very little.